everyone, this is Ashley and welcome to Spa Skin and Beauty. Today's episode, I am talking all about fasting today. This is something that I am so excited about, so passionate about. I could actually write a book about because I have done so much research. I have experimented with my body on what works, what doesn't work. I have answered so many questions and helped so many others with intermittent fasting that I feel really confident and so excited to share with you how you can do it, what the benefits are, how I do it, how I can avoid the side effects in you too, and what you can expect. So these are the questions that I will be addressing today. Should you be fasting or intermittent fasting? What's the difference? What are the benefits? How do you begin? How long? What foods do you eat? Does your menstrual cycle make a difference? What is autophagy? Will this help with loose, sagging skin? Will I lose weight? What can I expect? I am going to explain it all. So get your notes ready or just take a walk and listen or on your commute. I am happy to begin. And if at all during this podcast you have questions or comments, feel free to, I'll put the link in the description below, join our free anti-aging membership. There is a question section where you can ask questions and you can make comments. And that way you will be able to say, oh man, I wish I could ask her this, or I have this question about this part, or what brand was that? And I am happy to answer any questions. I am love to hear your stories, what worked for you, all of it. So if you want to communicate with either Lindsay or I, that's where we've designed this membership so that you can go in and talk to us. Okay, let's begin. Should you fast? Should you be intermittent fasting? And what's the difference? So intermittent fasting is where you are doing it for a short period of time. And when I mean fasting, I mean staying away from food and approved liquids. So that's your fasting. You are keeping your body away from those things. And the intermittent fasting is doing it for a shorter amount of time and fasting is doing it for a longer period of time. And the question is, should you be fasting? Yes. By the way, let me put in my disclaimer. I am not a doctor. Please talk to your doctor before doing any healthcare program. Fasting is specifically not advisable for those who are pregnant, nurse feed, uh, breastfeeding, type 1 diabetes, those things. Anyways, moving on. Yes, we should be fasting. We discovered the intense benefits of intermittent fasting through the Nobel Prize winner, Dr. Osumi. He discovered something called autophagy, and autophagy is stimulated through fasting. So what are the benefits of fasting and specifically intermittent fasting? Because intermittent fasting is going to be something that you can do more often and it's just easier. The first thing that everybody is always excited about is a happy side effect of intermittent fasting, and that is losing weight. This is a great way to lose weight, especially if you are like me and you're in, you know, you are 40 and beyond. As you age, for me, it has just been incredibly tough to lose weight. I mean, I can literally just look at 
you know, a donut and get a donut on my bum. I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. But also something that I've noticed as I am older is that when you lose weight, you've got to be really careful because then you get this loose skin. Your skin's elasticity is gone. So yeah, you might've lost weight, but now you've got this extra loose skin and that looks horrible. And it makes you you know, look kind of even older. So one of the benefits of intermittent fasting is preventing the loose skin from forming when you lose weight. So that is one of the reasons why I decided to incorporate intermittent fasting with my healthy plan. So just to give you, well, when did you start doing this? I've been doing it for a while, but For me, I tend to have periods in my life where I will lose focus or, you know, get distracted or something's going on and I step off my healthy journey for a period. So, for example, in Halloween time, I was doing great. Just everything was going great with my body, my exercise routine. And then I don't know what happened. Something clicked. Something went left. So the night of Halloween, after the kids went to bed, I decided to enjoy some of my children's treats because it was just overflowing with candy baskets. Well, I just, you know, had a party by myself with their Halloween candy. And I don't know if that triggered something with me. So it just kind of started off this, yeah, I'm over it. I want to eat what I want and and really just enjoy sugar. And so it started to where I was like, ooh, that was good. Now I'm gonna start adding maple syrup in my coffee every day. Ooh, now I'm gonna start adding, you know, honey and Manuka honey, especially because that has so many benefits in my afternoon matcha latte. Yes, that's great because it has minerals and things in it, but you don't need to be doing that every day. And then of course, this is going on through Thanksgiving and Christmas. And I had a lot of, you know, company around me and now I'd have out of town guests. So we are going to, you know, one of our favorite bakeries, Strassner's and getting the, you know, big cakes and pies and all of this stuff. And then I just started, you know, ooh, yummy. There's a coffee, you know, donut to go with my morning coffee, not coffee donut, one of those coffee pastries. And I just put on the pounds so fast. And by the time it was, you know, New Year's when that's where, you know, you start, everybody's on that thing of, oh, New Year's resolutions, blah, blah, which I personally hate. But around that time, I was like, oh my gosh, I've got to get on the scale. My clothes don't fit. I have got to face it. So that's when I faced it so sad. And I could only fit into my leggings and y'all, my leggings were tight. So that's when I said, okay, I've got to start thinking about what's the healthiest approach to get back on it. So that's when I started going back to, okay, let me go back to intermittent fasting. Let me get myself going on this. However, I knew from past experience that with my current diet of eating, you know, chips and sandwiches and whatever I wanted and and having a piece of cake, that if I were to automatically go from this to intermittent fasting, my body would go into shock and it would be an unpleasant experience, meaning lots of headaches. I would be moody and irritable. And so this is how I did it. However, before I did that, let me explain really quickly about autophagy because 
I have found that if you know the why and the purpose of why you're going to do fasting, it will get you in that mental state so you will be able to do it successfully. So not only is fasting great for weight loss, not only is fasting great for your skin, it's going to clear up skin issues, you're going to get a youthful glow when you are losing weight, you will lose it where you won't be, you know, having your skin sagging. That's great. And another thing that is phenomenal is through the power of autophagy is going to get down to the cellular level where you are going to reboot your system. And that means your immune system. And with everything going on right now, it's just really fantastic to have something that's in your power where you can make your body even stronger. So autophagy, what is this word? Autophagy originates from you know Greek words and basically it means self-eating. So it's your body's way of recycling old and damaged cells. I'm serious. It is truly a miracle. I'm getting chill bumps just thinking about it because... I love, especially as I'm older, I know my cells aren't what they used to be when they were in their 20s. Just through watching my kids bounce back from a cold, they can bounce back like within two days and I'm struggling for like three weeks. So if you think about it, in today's world, we are constantly bombarded with toxins in our air, food, water, etc. And as we age, our bodies aren't as good as fighting them off. I'm not getting in a downer point. I'm just, hey, this is the way we're living today. This is how it is. So let's use things that can help fight this. So the process of autophagy gets rid of the older damaged cells. And it will either, if it's just like a slightly damaged cell, it'll either help it create, you know, fix it, or it will create new ones. So I want you to think of it as a healing mechanism for your body and your overall immune system. And think of it as you're giving your system a reboot. Now, autophagy research is in the beginning stages and they are finding out that it may be, this is very exciting, influential for preventing those chronic diseases like cancer, type 2 diabetes, Alzheimer's, and Parkinson's. And I don't know about you, but the older I get, it's Lindsay and I, my sister, I'm always like, where are my glasses? I don't know where my glasses are. And then we'll get talking about something and I'll say, what were you saying? I mean, it's ridiculous, the things that I forget. So I'm also excited about the brain part, also about preventing cancer, which is the best way. You know, you don't want to get cancer, so you want all to go with prevention, type 2 diabetes, all that stuff. So the big question is, and this is the question I get all the time, well, how did you begin, Ashley, and what foods did you eat? Tell me your exact process. Okay, here it goes. Again, if you have any questions, feel free to join our free membership and ask me directly in the question area, and I will happily answer you because I love talking about this, and I love sharing my information, especially when it's something that was so successful for me. So I have found for me that in order to be successful with fasting, it was so important to prepare your body. This way you can avoid that bigger shock and have less headaches and kind of those dizziness and other side effects that you may have if you go from, you know, not eating that great to boom, I'm going to fast. 
So the way I did it was I first began by cutting out sugar. So as I mentioned before, I was adding maple syrup for my coffee and honey in my afternoon matcha lattes. And I was doing this every single day. That's a lot of sugar. And then of course I was eating other stuff. I mean, come on now. So what I did was I eliminated that and I focused on that for a week. That's all I did. I just focused on getting the sugar out of my diet for a week. That was as much as I could handle. And I wanted to be kind to myself. Then the next week, I began taking out as many processed foods as I could. So I took out, you know, the potato chips, the pretzels, the buns, the sandwiches, all that stuff. But if I did along this journey have a moment, I do want to say if you have a moment like you're PMSing or something, and you're like, I just can't. I need a chip. I need something. If you need to indulge, I do like having a grain-free and then also a healthier potato chip option. I love the brand Siete because they use avocado oil instead of the horrible inflammatory oils such as corn oil, sunflower oil, soybean oil, cottonseed oil. Oh my goodness, those oils are so inflammatory. So that's just a little tip. But I tried to model a healthy version of keto. That's kind of what I tried to do. So what I would do is I would eat lots of salads Sometimes I would do organic baby spinach. Other times I would do organic arugula to give it that peppery flavor. I would just kind of mix up my salad base. Then I would do healthy olive oil. And and you're like, healthy olive oil? Well, duh, Ashley, isn't it all healthy? No, no, it's not. Because marketing and corporations can be scammy and that makes me upset. So There are actually fake kinds of olive oil out there. So you want to get the real kind. So Kirkland brand is my favorite olive oil. It's real olive oil and you can get it at Costco. And if you flip it over on the back, you'll see it's real olive oil because it comes from one place of origin. So that's my big tip. You're welcome. Okay. Then I would also have pastured raised eggs and I would do that with grass fed butter sauteed veggies, I would have grass-fed butter or olive oil. Reason is, here's a tip, is that you want to add fat, healthy fats with your vegetables because it helps your body absorb the vitamins and the minerals. So that's another trick. Then I would do lots of water with lemons and limes. And I would also eat prebiotics and probiotics such as fermented foods. So you can go to your local health food store. Uh, Near me, I have an earth fair And it had a great carrot sauerkraut that I really adore. And then I think it had a beet one. So I would just mix that up, put that on the side of my salads. And then for fruit, I would try to limit my fruits during this period because I was trying to get my body used to not having sugar. So I would eat watermelon because that had a high water content, but actually a low carbohydrate content. And then berries. So think of organic blueberries, organic strawberries, raspberries and blackberries if they are not in season get the frozen kind it's really it's cheaper and it should be you know you can accessible that's what I'm looking for all right so I did that for about a month and just through that alone that alone changing my whole diet for that month I already started noticing differences in my skin My skin was clearer because you have to think sugar is the devil. It's so bad for your skin. You know, diet drinks, 
fatty processed food, everything. It's really bad for your skin. So I noticed, man, my skin was looking phenomenal. And I was also noticing that I was looking better and losing weight and also feeling better for myself. So I started to build up that confidence. So then I was like, okay, I'm feeling good. Let me take this to the next level. So I want you to know there are several different intermittent fasts that I like. And depending on what your schedule is and what you want to achieve, go with that one. I have tried them all and I do right now I'm in a maintenance stage. I have lost my weight. My skin looks great and I feel really good at where I'm at right now. And so at this point, since I'm in the maintenance stage, I really listen to my body and I fast when the day works best for me. So I just got back from Costa Rica. Oh my gosh, it was beautiful out there. And when I go on vacation, I don't diet. I don't fast. I want to try and participate in the local food and the culture out in Costa Rica. They have something called tres leches, which is three milks and it's a cake and you bet your booty that I ate it. And so amongst other things, fried plantains, give them to me all day long. And I came back and I was like, okay, you know, of course I put on some pounds and of course I felt gross, but whatever. I enjoyed myself. So after about, I was suffering from jet lag and stuff. So after about four or five days, by the way, when I got back home, I immediately started my healthy program back lots of salads, kind to my body, nourishing foods, lots of water. And about day four or five, I began my intermittent fasting again. And my favorite intermittent fasting is the 16-8. So what that is, is that is where you are only drinking approved liquids for 16 hours. Then you can eat normally during the eight hour window. I usually, for me, this is what I do. I usually stop eating at 3 p.m. or 4 p.m., depending on how my day goes. And then I will begin my day eating again at 7 or 8 a.m. Why does that time work for me? Because I love my coffee. That is why I wake up in the morning. I'm serious. I love my coffee that much. And I want my coffee with my Goat milk, yes, I like goat milks because I have some issues with milk. I like goat milk or nut milk with my coffee and my collagen peptides first thing when I wake up. So that's why I, and I wake up early. I'm an early, I go to bed early, so I wake up early. That's my routine. So for me, I don't care about dinner. I care about my morning cup of coffee. Now, Lindsay, who as y'all know is my sister, she's completely opposite of me. She is a night owl. She like wakes up late and she begins, I think she like stops eating at something like sometime in the evening and she begins her coffee breakfast routine at noon. So she does, she's different for me and she loves that for her lifestyle. So again, I'm just letting you know, pick the hours that work best for you. That's going to make you the happiest. There's another intermittent fasting called 24. So it's the same kind of concept for 20 hours, you avoid food and drink only approved liquids, and then you eat normally during a four hour window. Then there is something called an OMAD diet, which is one meal a day. So you're only eating one meal a day. So then you're probably asking, Ashley, well, 
hello was the difference between a 24 and an OMAD. I like to think of as the 24. It's a one meal a day, but because it's a four hour window, it allows you to grab an extra snack. So, you know, that may work for you. And you have to think like, for example, if you're a nurse and you're working really hard on these shifts or whatever your job is, or, and you're like, okay, I've got four hard days at work where, you know, it'd be great. Like when Lindsay's working at the spa, she's like, oh my gosh, I can't even think I'm doing tanning and facials and, and this and that. She will do her fasting during work and maybe do, you know, an OMAD only eating one meal a day because it's literally easier for her not to eat at work. And that may be the same thing for you at your job. If you're having like meetings after meetings or a tough day, you might be like, oh, this is great. I'm going to think of this as a positive and just fast drink my approved liquids and then focus on that meal when I'm finished working or whenever. Now, I want you to know to reach the autophagy level of fasting, the experts suggest that you need to fast for at least 14 hours. That's why I really like that 16 hour fast because I know that I'm hitting the autophagy level. And then to really bump up autophagy where you're really focusing on, I want to reboot my cells. I want to reboot everything. I want to just start over. Then you can, you know, go beyond 24 hours. But what I like to say is work up to this you know, begin your intermittent fasting, then take it a little bit higher. That's what I did. I started off with the 16-8 for a while, and that was enough for me. And then I was like, okay, let me see if I can do an OMAD diet, one meal a day. Actually, I did the 24, you know, 20 hours and four, and then I was like, awesome. Then let me do the OMAD. Then I was like, ooh, let me see if I can do a 36-hour fast. And then I said, let me see if I can do a 48-hour fast. I finally worked my way up to 66 hours, but at that point, I got some headaches and dizziness, and I didn't have the strips, you know, the ketone strips and the pH balance strips, so I was like, uh, I, I need to have the strips. I don't know what, you know, I don't feel comfortable, so I broke my fast, so that's something also I want you to realize is that I want you to listen to your body. And I celebrated the fact that I did 66 hours. I've never done that before. I was I had a goal of 72 because that's the peak time for autophagy. But I was really proud. So later on in October, because they say for like a 72-hour fast to reboot your immune system, you can do this once or twice a year. So I'm going to try it again in October. But this time I'm going to have the strips and the ketones and all that stuff so I can monitor myself at home to make sure I'm doing it healthy. So what can you expect and will you lose weight? So this is very important when you're fasting. To avoid headaches and that dizziness, you need to drink your water so that you don't get dehydrated. And especially if you're doing a longer fast than 24 hours, this is what I did. I got some electrolyte and trace mineral water. It had magnesium, sodium, potassium, and calcium. And I just went to my local health food store and grabbed a pack. If I don't know if you are interested in the kind that I bought. I'm not affiliated with anything, but feel free to you know ask me inside the membership and I'll ask if that's something that y'all want to know. Also, if you feel a headache coming on, then what I did was I added some Himalayan sea salt to my water. 
um, or my tea. I'll get to approved beverages in a minute. And that also really helped. Um, and I want you to think too that when you're fasting, you know, you get actually a lot of your liquids and hydration from foods. You think watermelon, you think cucumbers, those actually have, you know, water in them. So that's why it's so important for you to hydrate yourself. Then also I want you to note that if you're doing those longer fast over 24 hours, it's also really important how you break them. You don't want to just go through a drive through because then you'll throw up or get like major stomach cramps. So you want to think of things like organic bone broth. And by the way, when you're flipping it over the back, make sure it doesn't have a something called yeast extract. That's also known as MSG and it's really bad for you, but they disguise it as yeast extract. Once you start learning all these little things, you're going to start noticing how many things are in your food and then you're going to start replacing them with things that are not bad for you with these harmful chemicals and things like that, which again, I'll be happy to share. I love informing people so that you go to the grocery store. Yes, you can choose things, but you're choosing things that aren't going to harm you or your children. All right. And then an hour later, you can have an avocado. Then an hour later, have something like sauteed veggies because you're waking up your digestive system and you know, you want to do it slowly so that it can process the nutrients and you're, you know, not going to make yourself sick. Also, if you feel yourself getting dizzy, just go ahead and break your fast and just try again another day. And I want you to be kind to yourself. This is not a, oh man, you didn't make your goal. No, we're not doing that. We're being kind to ourselves. Your self-talk is very important. You need to be like, good job. Great job for trying. You know what? Today's not the day. I'm going to try again, you know, another day when it's the right time for me. And that's very, very important. Sometimes we can be so hard on ourselves. It's harder than you would be on a friend or your mom or your child or whatever. And we need to talk kindly to ourselves. Okay. Regarding losing weight. Yes, this is a healthy side effect, a wonderful side effect from the intermittent fasting from autophagy, you should definitely lose weight, especially now, listen, let me, let me say this. If you're doing this in a healthy fashion, meaning when you are breaking your fast, you're nourishing your body with, you know, those healthy fats, vegetables, fruits, proteins, you're kind to your body. You're not breaking your fast by going through, you know, a drive-through and getting a combo number one. That's just basically no, you're, you might as well just not even fast. You might as well just eat your normal thing because you're not doing anything helpful. So you need to make sure that you are doing this in a healthy way in order to see those results. Another thing, once you get your body used to this kind of lifestyle, then you can also incorporate movement. That's another way to speed things along. So easy, just begin by walking. You know, think about it. We were made to move. You don't have to go die hard and, you know, all this stuff, just some gentle movement and go from there. So for me, I'm not an athlete, y'all. I just try to do the best I can. So some days I'll walk. Other days I will jump on the trampoline with my children. Other days I will do a hit workout for, you know, 15, 20 minutes, a beginner hit workout, because that's supposed to be really great for stimulating your body. Other days I will do a beginner Tracy Anderson workout, a beginner. And they're like, 
10 minutes long, 20 minutes long. So I'm at the beginning category. If you're over than that, oh, I'm impressed. I envy you. My body, we're all born with certain genetics. I have back problems, so I have to do what is on my level. It also depends on the weather and what I have time for as well as, you know, what I've got going on that day. So for right now, one of my children is sick. So I am at the house right now. And so I'll do, I'll pop in a video and then I'll take my puppy for a walk. And that's the extent that I can get. All right. The next thing that I'm sure you're wondering, you keep on talking about approved liquids, Ashley. What are the approved liquids during fasting? Okay. Let me give it to you. Water with lemon, black tea, herbal teas, green tea, sparkling waters. Here is what I want to make sure that you understand. You will break your fast if you have any type of collagen peptides, nut milk, milk, splash of cream, anything in your beverage, whether it's your tea or your coffee, whatever. I don't even add any sugar substitute because I want to keep the fasting as natural as possible and as pure as possible. So again, uh, make sure that it doesn't have any zero sugar. I don't even like sweeteners, anything like that, just sparkling water with lemon, black tea, herbal tea, green tea, sparkling water. I have some favorites. Feel free to ask me if you want to know, you know, what kind of favorites you have. What's that bone broth? I, I had to throw away some bone broths because they had the yeast extract and I found one that I love and it's in a glass jar and it doesn't have any yeast extracts. You can ask me about that as well if you're interested. Again, Talking on, okay, well, when should you fast? Does it make a difference? Can I just fast whenever I want to? Well, if you still have a cycle and it's just a normal cycle, then here's what I suggest, and this is what worked for me. Day one of your period through day 14 are the best times for your body to fast. However, for me, I wait until day seven as I tend to be like a little lightheaded and really just, I have a hard time, you know, bleeding and just feeling off do with my cycle. So around day seven is when I will usually begin my fast and I'll do that, you know, definitely seven through 14. I do want you to know day 22nd through 28 is the PMS cycle. I do not fast during this time because my body's extra sensitive and I'm just going to say it. I'm a biscuit. Okay. I'm a biscuit. So I'm not going to put that extra layer of stress on me. I'm already a nightmare to deal with, so I'm not going to crank it up a notch. I'm also flexible with my body, so if I don't feel like it, I don't do it because I'm in my maintenance phase right now, so I really listen to my body. So, for example, yesterday was a great fasting day. Today, I fasting. I'm going to stop today at about uh, 3 o'clock. I'm going to take my daughter to camp, so it's perfect timing. So, yeah. So those are all my tips and tricks. I also want to mention that one thing that I do is I love to hear or read or find an inspiring quote for you guys with every post, article, blog, video, anything. And my quote today is from Buddha and it says, to enjoy good health, to bring true happiness to one's family, to bring peace to all, one must first discipline and control one's own mind. If a man can control his mind, he can find the way to enlightenment. 
and all wisdom and virtue will naturally come to him. And I love that because that was going along with what I said with the mindset kind of thing. So I hope you learned. I hope you enjoyed, you know, listening to my fasting journey. If again, if you want to ask questions or share your story, I would love to hear. I love learning. I love talking to people. That's my love language. I would love for you to chat with me, ask me any questions. You can get in contact with me or with my sister, Lindsay, who's phenomenal, as you all know, in our free anti-aging membership. I'll put the link below in the show notes description. And I am wishing you lots of happy smiles today. Okay, until next time, see you later, guys. Bye-bye.